0: Good morning, this is Jeff Thomas, and I would like to welcome each of you to this early Monday morning edition of Words from the Word of God. I'd like to get right into Scripture, and today's text we'll be reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. And I pray that the Lord would speak to your hearts, and as He has mine this morning, and for the rest of this week, that we would focus in on the message our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has given us here, I want to start by reading verse twenty five of matt the Gospel of Matthew chapter six, and this is Jesus Christ speaking as he is in the process of giving his sermon on the mount and speaking with the disciples, and he has warned them against the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. He has warned them against their lust for 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 pride and their lust for recognition of men and lust for uh, worldly wealth. And he's cautioning them against that. But here in verse uh, 25, he he tells us something here. And this section of scripture brings to mind one word. And that word is worry. Worry. And he says right here in verse 25 of chapter 6, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet your body what ye shall put on. Is not life more than meat, and the body more than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Or why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like unto the, one of these. Wherefore... If God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, you, O ye of little faith? What a question there. Verse 31, therefore, take no thought, saying what ye shall eat, what shall ye, we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have have need of all these things. Did you hear that? Your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. And then he tells us in verse 33, a well-known verse of scripture. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And verse 34, take therefore, because of that, right there in verse 33 says, therefore take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Our Savior is greatly uh, cautioning uh, His disciples and you and I this morning about worry or being consumed with worry as a matter of fact uh the greek word translated here in the phrase take no thought it can literally means to be anxious or to be caught up in distracted care or to be drawn in different directions that is exactly what worry does to us uh, as god's children when we take our eyes off of him, and we focus on the things that are around us. We become so consumed with anxiety and how we're going to provide for ourselves and our families, and we begin to worry. It takes our eyes off of him. We get anxious. We we uh, get distracted by these cares of the world, and we are drawn in a different direction, and that direction is away from God because we take our eyes off of him. God never goes anywhere. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But we tend in our in this flesh to walk away from him and take our eyes off of him. And this is exactly what our Savior is telling us not to do. As a matter of fact, in verse 25, uh, verse 31 and 34, he tells us three times to take no thought. Verse 25, he says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. In verse 31, he says, therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? And then there in verse 34, he says, take therefore no thought for the morrow. He is telling you and I this morning in a great way, do not worry. Do not worry. You know, worry is a word that we want to dignify. We want to dignify it by calling it some other name. We want to say, well, I'm not worried, but I have a concern. I'm not worried, but I have a burden. And then we all know this great theological phrase. Well, I'm not worried, but this is a cross that I must bear. How many times have we said that in our life? But Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is telling us this morning not to worry. And he he points us to three words. He not only tells us not to worry, but points us to three words that by if we prayerfully consider these words and these phrases, this will point us to the way to have victory over worry in our life. Number one, the word faith. In, in verse uh, 30 of chapter 6, he says, O ye of little faith. What is he saying to us here? He says, when we get caught up in these things and, and we our faith wavers and, and our faith is lacking, we are not trusting God. He says, oh, you little faith. Faith, my friends, is trusting God to meet our every need, our every need. Not only that, but he points us to the Father, our heavenly Father. He says there in verse 26, Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? And then what's that scripture over here in verse 32? He says, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. How wonderful is that this morning? This means, and he's telling us, we should know and have faith in our Father knowing that as our Father He cares for us as His dear children, His sons and daughters in Christ, we are heirs and join heirs with Christ. Not only that, but lastly Jesus points us to the Word first, right here in verse thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. My friend, if we put God first in faith and his kingdom and his righteousness in our life first in our life we need to do this that he will be glorified if we walk around as defeated children of God worrying about everything what do you think our testimony is to those around us we're saying we don't trust the God that we believe in we don't believe our God has the power to help us with these things we destroy our testimony but when we turn to him in faith and trust him in him, him as our heavenly father and put him first in Jesus Christ, our Lord, we glorify him because no matter what comes, we say, God will supply my every need. That speaks volumes to those that are in the world and they're keeping their eye on, on us. Uh, but in other words, right here, our, our savior is telling us if we have faith in our heavenly father, in Christ, in him, and put him first, he has promised to meet our every need. Of this, the Apostle Paul writes in Romans 8.32, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? <laughs> Philippians 4, 6, and 7, Paul writes, uh, and God is telling us, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, that the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19, Paul writes again, But my God, and this should be our testimony, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. By Christ Jesus. Instead of worry, we need to claim today our God shall supply our every need. I pray that these words of encouragement from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ have been an encouragement to you. I pray that it will help us each one to redirect our focus off of worry and focus our eyes on the Lord and trust in him. And I pray that you would have a blessed week and a safe week, and I look forward to the next time that we can join together and share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.